We're going to be starting with a single page tonight, and for those on Zoom, we have number 26, which is the single page that was sent in. So if you can collect from there or from your printer. And uh, the people on Zoom are hearing well, and I assume you set up whatever you were trying to set up from before. Michael's the host. I, yeah, Michael's the host, okay. Yeah, so he can mute people. Okay, somebody has a Shiloh, I guess. How does he signal? Um, well, Michael will keep. We'll, we'll know if somebody has a Shiloh. Yeah, they, they can, can say loud enough. Okay. Okay. okay, you saw the camera already? I did already. Okay, uh, okay. Not, uh, we didn't say anything um, that controversial yet. We're just trying to make sure if anybody has a Shiloh, they can ask. Uh, okay, well, those of you in person can certainly ask. Good evening, welcome back. Okay. Serious snapfish people drive from Passaic. Unbelievable. Okay. So you have the single page in front of you because we're going to be referring to this Gemara a lot. So hold on to it. And as we're about to start the Ramam, I felt it would be beneficial to go back to this Gemara first and also address a few of the things that we began last night that were coming up as we always have in the first four, five, six weeks of our sugya, we have, Baruch Hashem, everybody is pretty focused and asking all the questions that should be asked. So I have been doing this for many years, and it's a good way to get out the shaylas and then briefly mention what the chakiras will be, and then when we get to the rayas more in detail, we'll have a chance to uh, go into it and understand it more. So let me start with uh, Tzadok's uh, acorn, Danish's, uh, whatever you were trying to make last night. So, uh, it, it's actually a very important question, especially if you're sitting right here, you can look out the window, and actually it's a gorgeous view of the sunset and all the oak trees out there, very few fruit trees, uh, a lot of oak trees, and the oak trees are constantly dropping their acorns. Uh, acorns, by the way, uh, are used for the next generation oak trees, which you want to continue to populate the outside with the niflis berry of the trees. And most of them are eaten by the local cute little rodents with big bushy tails, um, which is, you know, it's all in the packaging. So people like squirrels, even though they don't like the other rodents. Uh, so one bushy tail changes a lot, but they're uh, cute little things that run around, and they're eating uh, a lot of the acorns. So Sadduk asked last night, and this is a topic we're going to get to, so I'm just going to give the short answer now. We're going to have many rias later. But part of the challenge, before we even get into the bulk of the Baltashchis sugya, which is everything else besides trees, which in America will be all our, the rest of the food and our clothing and our money and everything else, you have to first spend some time, which we're doing, on the trees, because that's the only source of Chumash. And it talks about an Eitz Ma'echol versus something which the Pasuk said last night, if you look at the Pasuk we had, the Pasuk went out of its way, and there are many ways to answer the Shiloh, but after it described the siege, it's on page uh, 2, Pasuk Chof, If you know it's not an Eitz Michael, after saying you can't cut down an Eitz Michael, a food-bearing tree, it reiterates, the Pasuk reiterates, So we mentioned that 
The first kasha is if Safek Daraisa is the Chorma Midaraisa, so we know that already. You have to be sure it's not a fruit bearing tree, or else you're ever in his Daraisa, Safek Daraisa. Why didn't you pussy to tell us that? So it sounds like that's not the Klal, and Safek Daraisa is only the Chorma Midarabaron, Rambam. And if you don't hold like that, and you hold like the other Bishayinim, then you have to answer this kasha. And there are many fascinating answers. The Malbim says over here in this Pusik, that it's a reference to the fact that as trees get older, we mentioned olive trees can live hundreds of years, but whatever the life expectancy is, you notice the tree is getting older, not just by the rings after you cut it, you notice it's producing less and less fruit, and it's slowly dying. So there's a point in time where the yield is so small that it's not worth it, and therefore it's not labeled as you know, Ilan Eichel, even though the species is Ilan Eichel is an apple tree, because it's not yielding fruit or anything sizable. And then you can cut it down. Both pieces is not worth the tircha of what you're putting in, and the fact that it's, some say, Lam does not called Ilan Eichel anymore. So the Malbim says that this pasuk in the siege, in the war, in the battle scene, Rak Yes, an obvious kashi says most people, even if they're not botanists and even if they're city dwellers, know the difference very quickly between a fruit-bearing tree and a non-fruit-bearing tree. It's not one of those things you sort of make a mistake on. So of all places of Chumash, for the Pusik to reiterate, make sure you got the right one, and only when you're absolutely sure, then you can cut it down. Of all places to reiterate, this is the only place you're not going to make a mistake. How can you make a mistake between... An oak tree and uh, an apple tree. What? Okay, it's either, very good. It's either the siege is during the winter. However, most wars were not during the winter. Matter of fact, come out all wars in the ancient world were only during the spring because you had to fight the war in normal weather and live off the fat of the land. Now, it's true, once they started the siege, they didn't take off in the winter. They would have liked to. So they continue the war, so it's a, it's a possibility. But wars, if they could help it, were commonly fought during the spring. But it's a possibility. You're looking at it, and you can't tell anything, because it's the middle of January, even if it's not snowing, even if it's an Israel, and you can't necessarily tell. But you said that as a city person, as an American. I'm as American as you are. And I, if I was staring at it in the winter, I probably also would be a little puzzled. But I think in the ancient world, most people were not, even in the winter. So... Besides the fact that most wars are started in the spring, but yes, they could have gone year-round, but I think most people staring at uh, a fruit-bearing tree could tell this and that and Elon Srock. But it's a possibility. The Malbim says that we're talking about a tree that's already very old, and you're looking at it, and this can happen during the winter, and even during the spring and summer, and it looks very old, and you see that a lot of it's dead already, but it's not completely dead, and whatever it is, you know the yield is very, very low, very schwach. So you don't know, is it at the point where you can now cut it down? I'll pee nigla. We didn't get to any of the Sakana issues yet, the different part of the sugya. Or is it not? That already is going to confuse people, and it's hard to know the answer. Because you have to know what the tree's going to look like to, by the harvest, and that's only one part of the year, and you've got to know even then what type of, type of yield, and the Gemara's going to give us shears, and we'll see in a moment, of a kav, and what's going to yield the kav, and... And what he has to put into this, that already is an unknown. So the Pusik says, according to the Malbim, Rak hates Make sure, yeah, it's Eitz Of course you'll look at Eitz You know what Eitz Michael looks like. You just don't know at this stage of its life, or near death, is it going to have the yield that is going to make it still 
a normal thing to try to harvest in terms of the time and effort and money you put in, and is it labeled as an Eitz Meichel that's no longer producing any sizable fruit? That's the Malbim's shot. And he says, that's why this has nothing to do with the regular Shailah, Safet Reis, Luchum, and it's not a Raya, it's not a Kasha, because a tree, if you know it's an apple tree already, you're looking at a mango tree, you know it started off as a Chazaka, as a tree. It's Muxlik now, it's a fruit-bearing tree, which has an Isra cut down. And once it has a Chazaka, you have to know for sure that it's out of the Chazaka, and you can now cut it down. It's an amazing Malbim. So he says, that's why the Pasuk says, make sure it starts off with a Chazaka, you know what you're looking at, don't touch it unless you're sure it's dead or almost 99% dead and therefore the yield does not make it uh, any longer a fruit-bearing tree and it's, and it's mutter, at least up in England. That's the Malbim's shot. I preface the Malbim to what we're see, seeing about, about to see in the Gemara, even though you normally do the Gemara first, because the Gemara is going to give a different drusha. The Malbim, of course, knows every Gemara and quotes it and it's interesting and a little bit striking to see how the Gemara makes a drosha, but it's with this drosha answering the same kasha, but there are other teutsim, and it's not a steer to the drosha. That's not that common. Here's the Gemara gives one drosha, that's the drosha. Here the Malbim is saying a drosha, not just a drosha and chumash. A drosha has an afkemina to answer up a kasha with Safi the Lechumra, and the whole lumdis, and is it Lechumra, is it Lechula, and Chazakas. And he says, the Pusik's not talking about a guy who can't tell an apple tree from an oak tree. I'd like to add, before I show you the Gemara now, with the Gemara Dashans, I'd like to add another possibility just based on your question. It's not just about acorns. And that is, it's not so easy to figure out what a fruit-bearing tree is because many trees bear fruits, but they're not popular enough as a fruit. How you measure that is not easy. I'm going to bring a few rise now. And maybe, yeah, it's a fruit and it's edible, but it's not enough shavar l'chol nefesh that even a mira motzui of the population uses it for regular cuisine. And an acorn, even if you have, I think you told me you had 50 recipes, five zero. It's a lot of recipes, but some yidmas own an acorn company, not you. And uh, it's a nice specialty item. Very interesting. But I think we have a nice sampling in the room and you guys on Zoom... Uh, do you guys ever have any acorn hollow or acorn muffins or uh, anything like that? I, last night, before last night, I never even heard that acorns were edible, let alone having met anybody that uh, has acorn muffins. Although I'm, I'm not doubting that it exists in the world. And like I say, a lot of the world population is always hungry, so looking for things to eat. But by many of these things, to label something as a fruit-bearing tree, it has to be sort of and we live in America and there are a lot of oak trees a lot of acorns, and I, I don't want to feed you information and, and uh, sway the sugya, but anybody here, honestly, ever met anybody uh, that eats acorns after they get the toxins out? And uh, I just did a little reading on it. It's pretty uh, drastic. You mentioned the, uh, the cashews. Uh, that's the, uh, you know, cyanides and apple seeds. Just got to be careful what you eat. Just don't extrapolate anything from uh, this year before you uh, check it out. Uh, I don't know who Johnny Appleseed was, but he didn't live very long if he ate the stuff. Uh, so uh, he, um, I was in Denver to give Shearm a few years ago. Uh, John's probably listening. John, you there? Okay, he's usually, uh, he'll hear it afterwards. I was in Denver, and uh, they offered to put me up. I was there for the night. It was an exhausting trip, so I said, just, you know what, just the nearest hotel, well, by the time I get there, I'll have a few hours of sleep. So I thought I'd have a few hours of sleep. So I walk in. I don't know why people take notice when I walk into a lobby in Denver. I can't figure it out. But uh, I'm just trying to mind my own business and check in. It's like, you know, one in the morning. 
And a guy sitting in the lobby comes like almost running over to me and says uh, something like howdy, but it wasn't Texas, but it was close. And he asked me um, how I'm doing and um, so nice to see me. And he's so happy to see a fellow Republican. I said, said, how'd you know I was up trying to check into the hotel? How'd you know I was... It's interesting he figured that out. Is it a blue state or a red state officially? I don't know what... uh, This is just like eight months after they passed certain laws that made certain people very happy. So I wasn't sure what the guy was smoking when he came over to me. Uh, (laughs) This is Colorado. Uh, But uh, he... um, and he started telling me what he meant by Republican. I guess it was a compliment he saw as a religious person. Whether he knew I was a, a Yid, a from Yid, or somebody else from Pennsylvania, I'm not sure what he knew, but uh, he assumed I was a conservative, and he started telling me how the... Because I had to hold myself back from laughing. He said, the country's going to pot. He said, tell me, <laughs> you're not. So I didn't know if he was joking, not joking, what he was. But, but uh, <laughs> he said, it's a big problem. This is you know, a number of years ago already, and uh, he said, we really got to, you know, put values back, and he gives me a whole schmooze while I'm standing in line dying to get up to my room, and I was trying not to be rude, and then he tells me, probably noticed that I was trying to end the conversation, so he figured he'd save the chashivas for last, so he said, um, he found out he's a rabbi, so... He asked me what I was. I would have preferred to stay a mister at that point because the rabbi would have given me another five hours of conversation, but I didn't want to lie and say doctor, and okay, mister was fine, but he said, yeah, but what do you do? So that's when uh, it, uh, I had to disclose. So he said, um, I just want you to know who you're talking to. So I said, uh, who am I talking to? So he said, I am a descendant, Ben Acher Ben, not Bazua Lashen, Ben Acher Ben from Johnny Appleseed. Then I knew he was smoking something. Um, I don't know if Johnny Appleseed ever existed, but you'll <laughs> report on it. But it's so interesting in your middle America. I don't know if Colorado's not considered middle, middle America, but he was telling me, he saw us, I was going to lose interest in the conversation because it was like 2 a.m. So he, um, he told me his punchline was that I should have respect for what he has to say because the Benach of him, Johnny Appleseed. So a lot of Muslims learn from that story, but let's go back to the apple seeds. Uh, they're, they're toxic and they're dangerous, and so like I mentioned, the cashews, if you don't do it right, they're dangerous. The acorns are dangerous if you don't do a whole process where you get out the stuff. But that's not the raya that they're not edible because you have to do a lot of things to various types of things. You have to stay away from certain parts of the fruits, and nobody says apple dangerous. So I don't think that's the marker over here. I think the criteria is whether or not there's a significant enough of the population who eats it as a normal food or normal snack. And if I have a bunch of people sitting in the room and people listening and nobody has volunteered yet that they want to admit that they know anybody who um, ever ate this stuff, I would assume that we'll keep the oak as an Eland's rock. That would be my short answer for now. I have a right, yes. So I, I knew that that was coming. So crab apples actually get a, a bad rap, if we can use the expression. Uh, just the name crab apples already is sinister. Um, why they name it that, I'm not sure. I think it's because of the size, they're smaller. I don't know exactly what the, what the history of that was, but that's not important. There are actually there are many different, many, many different species of apples and crab apples and many in between. And just the question of how sour it is and how acidic it is. And so 
people eat crab apples, and people who think they're eating apples might be eating crab apples. There's so many species. It's a pretty complex topic, apples. That's why it was, when I got to the seeds of the cyanide, that's why I stopped. Uh, just, uh, I, I don't know if people know that, by the way. It's probably a mitzvah Maybe it's just that you have to eat like hundreds of seeds to get birthday dangerous, but there are people who swallow seeds, and I wouldn't be surprised if they sell them. Um, but I assume they're, did you know that? That they're, uh, you're not surprised. Okay. So there are many different gradations, and there are people, I, I know people who like crab apples, and you mix a little sugar, you make some jam and the like, and I think that's too wide a category to look at an apple tree and say, well, it's probably a crab apple, or I tasted one, and it, and it didn't taste that good, and therefore we'll uh, sign it off as an Elon Strock. I think what I'm getting at is, besides the Malbum Strock, I think the shot in this passage is you're at war and you're in a siege. You see a crab apple tree, and you might decide, well, that's not like the delicious grannies I have in New York. And the passage says, no, you better make sure that this is out of the realm of a fruit-bearing tree. And I don't think you're sure. That's the difference. Acorns I'm much more comfortable with because I don't know that much about food, but if I never even heard of it, uh, and then I asked around, and nobody ever claimed they ate it. So, did you ever have any? You just heard of it. You never had any either. So, you know, it's, uh, I mean, somebody's going to drop one off at my house next week because I did that with pumpkin pie. But pumpkin pie, we knew existed. We were just trying to find out if there's anything gayish about it, if you remember. Uh, yeah? So, okay, that's, I'm glad you asked that. That's another, again, these are just the Russia program. We'll get back to this at a future date. But it doesn't apply to tomatoes or cucumbers or real vegetables. That's not a tree. You shouldn't step on them and waste them because that's baltash But we're, we're talking about the original doisa of trees and maybe their fruit. And they're certainly not subject to this. If it's not a perennial, it just dies every year, then it's not a tree. The bananas, now here's, this is tricky and very important. We are makel, or machmer, depending how you want to say it. We have a class suffix, broch is local. So if you're not sure if something is a tree or not, you make hadama because within aids is hadama. That's a famous cloth. You make aids, but the avid, what to rely on. In this category, some very famous things like bananas and papayas and all sorts of other things. We have a minig by a bush. If it's under ten tzvachim, the Achranim struggle with the minig. Who made up that klal? And shouldn't it depend on whether it's a perennial and other simonim? So it's a mavucha. It's a big tumult in brachas. So even if naniach, even with the bush, the berry issue, we make kadama many berries because of this klal. Even though I'm not sure where that klal came from, I wouldn't cut that down very quickly because it might be a tree. And I think that would also fit into this Pusik. Because apparently, Pusik here is like, you have so many Muslim where the mob is asking, oh, good kasha, how can you mix up an oak tree, aside from the acorn question, from an apple tree? The answer is, you probably won't. But you might mix up during the winter. You might mix up, is it dying? Is it dead? Are crab apples edible? Do not people eat acorns? And kahena, kahena, and is this a banana tree and it's a vegetable, and therefore I can cut it down. So I think the Pusik, I don't think any of this is a steer. I think the Pusik can be referring to all of this before we even get to the Gemara's Russia. And the Gemara is going to have a Drusha which is not gear to many parts of the Sukkah. You had your hand up? Somebody other? That's one of the definitions. That, that's what I'm saying. In Helchas Brachas, 
the definition is not 100% clear, which one hooks both, we say, and you can be yetzi with Adama. But a perennial is one of them, the thing with the tenth vachim is not so posh, even though we keep that minic. That's the hot palm as one sock in the Gemara, but now the industry is so large that they're planting it therefore many say it should be eight, at least Hadama. The Gemara held was downgraded to a shackle because that was a, a very minor byproduct. So that, the din didn't change, the application changed. Uh, so you have to look at each one, but that's a very good example of a wildly popular food, whatever that thing is, it comes from a tree, palm tree. Uh, and we might make ha'etz or hadama if we're still not sure to upgrade it from a shakal two levels from the Gemara, but it's a tree, I wouldn't chop that down because that is its fruit. So and cinnamon, cinnamon, yeah, I don't know. How does cinnamon grow? I never looked at it. It's the bark of a tree. To get to the hearts of palm, you've got to get the tree down. It's the center of the tree. They cut the whole thing or they just take parts of it? I don't know how they harvest it. The whole thing? Like talking about. Okay, so I have a hetta for that also, so that would be a problem because we're cutting it down. But if you plant it, mitzchil are those male palms, female palms, are those things growing fruit? I think, I think they wouldn't be growing all the fruits. It's just a straight thing. So, so then that's mutter to cut down because they planted it to grow it to cut it down. I'll bring you a raya in just a moment. Um, you know, I'll bring the raya now so, so we don't forget to do it with the gemara. What? What about these wild raspberry Okay, so... Let me, let me bring the rye before we get to your single page in front of you. I didn't make this as a copy. It's just two lines. But it's a very famous sugya in Subis in the 8th parak, Ayan Testament, Aleph. But talks about different things that are considered karna versus peira. What's considered something that is a karen you should be buying to uh, protect assets and what's considered peiris. And the Gemara compares different things to other things that one would be considered peiris meaning dividends, and one was Karen. They compare houses and land, and they compare decal trees and houses. All sorts of comparisons. And one of them, uh, the Gemara talks about Abba Ziratza. And Rashi says, Abba is a forest. Yar lachtach etzim. Rashi says, it's a forest that's muchid for the lumber industry. Because whatever's there, they're cutting down. And Rashi says, what is this uh, Ziratza? Ilana shel uzradin. This is priceless for everything we're talking about. They had some sort of fruit which was very not chashuv. And the Gemara and Rashi says, that's perfectly fine. That was the minig. And the wood was used for the lumber business. And the fruits were maybe eaten if you were taking a lunch break from your lumber job. But it was either discarded or not chashuv, but it wasn't chashuv enough to be a fruit to have an iser to cut down the tree because the whole thing was there for the lumber industry. So you see the concept over here that it had some fruit, Rashi's bavarding it, but something insignificant enough, either an acorn that not enough people ate it, or something of such minimal value compared to the wood, that that's fine. So that would be the head. The hearts of palm is even better, because the hearts of palm, I'm taking the fruit, I only planted it for this fruit. So it's obvious, I'm, I'm not interested, there's no wood value to it, but the whole thing was planted, I wouldn't have planted it otherwise. So then, that's not, obviously not going to be an issue. So, I, I was looking around for a few examples. Everybody here from Brooklyn asked me, which is many of you, um, asked me about those funny little red things that get all over the place and stain up all your driveway and your stones. You're all, you're all having memories, probably nightmares. Um, and then you walk in the house, your wife says, we just got a carpet, what are you making the carpet red for? And then, and then you have these people from the Far East coming around collecting. Remember this whole scenario? It's like every single day. And it's all over the place. Anybody know what these things are called? 
Chinese berries, but that's probably not the, I, I, I looked it up, I don't know. The, Rashi, I try to get the taich on this, um, this thing, this uh, Zarad, so the Rashi is this uh, Uzradim. So some taich is a sorb bush or a sorb tree, and some taich is a hawthorn. I looked both of them up, and they describe these, one of them says a Chinese snack, which fits if you're from Brooklyn. Um, is why they all come to Brooklyn. I guess that's what most of them are. Uh, do you, you remember, Ellie, you were never in Brooklyn, so you never had this delight. Um, but it's great for tracking up the whole kitchen and carpet and everything like that. And it ruins, it stains, the, whatever stonework you have, it, uh, it stains it. And I had many shots in Brooklyn. People are like, oh, can I cut this thing down? So I said, what is it? So nobody ever knew what it's called. But I said, something the Chinese prize for their jam, and they collect it, and it's obviously edible and all the non-Oriental people don't appreciate it and keep asking if they can cut down the trees. So if it's doing hezek to your house and home, you have a hetar anyway, we're going to get to that later in the sugya, and you could do something about it. The question is how, very carefully, because there's a sakana involved this sugya. But the answer is yes, you could do something about it, especially if it's creating a shalom bias issue. Uh, or you don't like taking off your shoes before you come in the house. So it didn't happen in my house. It happens to be I had no trees around my house, but I... The rest of Flappish had. And it sounds like it's describing this uh, minor fruit of this sorb tree or something like that. And, um, and these uh, Cantonese have a sweet and sour sauce, the whole description of what they do. So it sounds like your acorn story, that some cultures use it. Uh, there are a lot of people from the Far East. So if, if there are billions of people using it, but that doesn't make it a fruit-bearing tree for here because it has to be man. So you have to judge by each community. If we're not machshav is a fruit, and it doesn't make the grade, and Rashi says they're cutting down this stuff for wood, and it was a known industry. So it's very fascinating. We actually have a lot of examples of these. But that's my raya, that they don't all make the grade, but I think crab apples still would. Yes? So rather than the You're invading a different country. When you invade the place, don't destroy it because you're going to use it. Right, but those people, you're thinking like an American again. You're talking about, you know, sending battleships and invading the, the Philippines and going here. There, these are battles. This is Los This is the battles in Eretz Yisrael. You're not invading a different culture. This is right here in Eretz Yisrael Haifa. So I, it's not going to be that drastically different. Yes, if you show up in Beijing and you start uh, cutting down their trees and they ask you what you're doing, you might have other issues at that point. Uh, but if they want to arrest you for being over this law, you just tell them, no, we spoke out in Shear and we don't consider it a fruit. And they'll probably tell you, well, here we do. You're under arrest or something like that, not you. But uh, what? And what do they grow? Black walnuts? Yeah, like green walnuts. dropping down. What are black walnuts supposed to? What color are walnuts normally? The normal ones are usually brown. Black walnuts are much much harder. People don't usually eat them, but they normally cut the trees down to lumber. And are they edible? Lumber tree, and it's also a wheat tree around here. It pops up everywhere. Okay, do me a favor. If you're here for an earlier mincha, maybe get some pictures, or we'll go on a, if it's right here, we'll go on a class trip. Uh, this is right outside? Okay. But they're not edible, what? No, no, they're not yet, the fruit are not yet ready. Okay. No, okay. They're edible, but they require a lot of preparation to eat, and they are mostly not eaten. They're mostly usually kept out to But is there an industry producing stuff and having it land in the small little bags in the gas station? or? Yeah, but we don't we don't reckon with those people. So they don't have black ones. They only have regular water. They have regular water at the gas station. So why don't they have the black ones? Because there aren't enough trees. Much harder shells. They're much 
Okay, so then if they're, I think the rule should be, if they're generally going to waste and the Yelim is not machshavit to here, and we're not so hungry, so not machshavit. Right, okay, so it sounds like what Rashi's describing. Cherry trees, uh, we're not giving any attention for yet. George Washington got into serious issues with that. Serious issues if that ever happened. Didn't he chop down a cherry tree? Or he admitted he did? End of the Mesa of Russia? I don't know what. They call cherry trees and don't grow cherries? Sometimes, yeah. Some of them, some of them grow some very, very tiny little things that nobody does. Like crap. So then the Chinese berries that they're not cherries. Okay. Cherries are. But people just don't eat them. Okay, so somebody tomorrow by Milcha Gedalum. We have to check this out. But the point is, that's when you get to the crab apple issue. If you have cherries, they look like cherries, they taste like cherries, they're slightly different. And punk these, they don't eat as much, but they're cherries. Uh, this pusik might apply, make sure that it's not a fruit bearing tree. So, what I'm saying is, we have the Malbim, we have, I think this is a very probable shot in the pusik, is that these things could be very borderline. The pusik says, normally you wouldn't think of it because you don't eat it. Um, you know, you don't think it's a suffix. The Torah says, be very careful with these things and try to remember them. It's yes. Now, just to see the drush, you only have two minutes left. Take a look at your single copy. I'm not going to get through the whole thing, but this is, not coincidentally, as I said, it's a Hemshech of a Chavala He's one of the Rayas of Chavala, was in Baltashchis, which it is also. But on the very same Amud in Baba Kama, the Alephon Beis, the two dots later on in the Amud, is the whole Sugi in these five lines. So we're going to see the Drosha, and there's some other points that Sugi would have to be explained later. You see uh, about six lines on the bottom. Amar Rav, Dikla Detan Kaba. If a decal tree has the yield of at least a kav of fruit, also, let me just say, you can't cut it down. Okay, so it gives a shear. No shear of what a yield should be. We know what a kav is. So they bring the same thing, that there's a shear of how much of a yield you have. You can't cut down the tree. The tree is no longer, it's still, it's still operating, and it's not old enough to, uh, no longer producing 10 kavim, but... There's a shear, and here it says by the Zayas, it says Reva, which is a quarter. Reva Hakav is a quarter. So why is there a discrepancy in the shear? The Gemara answer is shiny Zaysim Dir Chashivi, which I mentioned last night from this Gemara, is that the olive wood factory is cutting olive wood. I hope it's cutting olive wood from, you mentioned shavings and pruning and things like that. Otherwise, Zaysim are not only, obviously, a fruit-bearing tree, and for the oil, it's from the olives, it's more Chashuv. Then the other trees, the shear is a quarter of a kav. So it has four times the shear, or a quarter of the shear, however you want to put it. Amrab Chanina, most frightening line of the sugya, la shachiv. You know what? We're not supposed to end with bad news. Um, okay, we'll see the Joshua tomorrow, Mitzvah Sham. So hold on, put this one sheet back if you can. Hold on to it if you, if you uh, people have it in the Zoom. I assume you found it, and we'll pick up on it, uh, Mitzvah Sham, tomorrow night.